Welcome to Material Retail Dumps, episode 13. In this episode, we are joined by Avery. Avery is a material employee and an expert in marketing strategy. Avery works with tons of independent retailers every day, and we're honored to have her answer some of our questions. So let's jump right in. All right, I'm very happy to have Avery today on the podcast. Um, So I'm going to let Avery introduce herself, and um, we'll ask you some questions. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm super excited to be here. Um, My name is Avery and I um, help with marketing for about 60 different boutiques selling different products and just managing all of their uh, marketing calendars. So everything from their website to social media, email marketing, everything from top to bottom. So yeah. That's really cool. I'm excited to kind of ask you some questions and hear we have to say, I think like, you know, speaking to 60, 70 business owners um, on a regular basis, I think gives us some insights that most other people don't have. Um, so I'm going to jump right in, um, ask you a few questions. So everybody knows the website needs to be pretty, but what are a few things that we should focus on when building a homepage other than it just being pretty? Yeah. So in addition to it being pretty, I would say that the biggest thing is you want it to make sense. Um, and this you know, is just kind of an overarching theme. So you'll want it to make sense as a user scrolling down a page. Um, You'll also want to showcase sort of your best products, the newest items, things that they can get right away. So you never want to have sold out product or out of season products. It's not going to sell um, or customers are going to be disappointed that you don't have it. Um, So really just think of it as a way to recommend your best products to those customers. to maximize your sales and keep it organized so that they don't get confused and end up not buying anything. I love that. That makes a ton of sense. Um, When I'm sending out emails to my customers, how often should I be sending them and and what should they include? So I honestly would recommend probably sending about one email a week. So typically for a month. Um, of course it's not always possible. So at the bare minimum, I would say at least one a month, just, you know, remind your customers that you're there. Um, these email themes can include, you know, things like new product in your store, maybe a sale you have going on. Um, you can just say, Hey, these are updated hours, really just anything to let them know that you're still there. You have new stuff, um, and you want to see them. So just kind of keeping in touch with them and letting them know what's going on, I think is really powerful. And then I think if you do have the bandwidth to sort of expand into, you know, one a week or three every month, um, you can kind of do a mixture of those things and they don't all have to be promotional. Some can be, you know, just announcing something exciting, like a new brand that you have in store, or you just renovated, or you got a new sign out front. Um, Anything that just kind of lets the community know that you are, um, you know, growing and changing and um, that your business is succeeding and that they should, you know, join you and shop with you. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. I love how you just said the word uh, community. Uh, I think it's important for retail owners to kind of view their customer base as a community and not only as a customer base. So when thinking of building out your community, a lot of people are going to use social media. So can you talk about some of the different social media platforms, who their target audiences are, maybe some best practices that work on each one? Yeah, definitely. So you have your big social media platforms, you know, Facebook, 
Instagram, TikTok's on the rise. Um, Pinterest is kind of the unsung hero um, for a lot of stores right now. Um, with Facebook, it's been around a super long time. So many people are on it. When you're on Facebook, you're going to be engaging with older customers. Um, so, you know, moms, grandparents. Um, I tend to find that a lot of the younger uh, customers aren't necessarily always on Facebook. Sometimes they are, but it is kind of falling to the wayside with the younger generations. Um, and with Facebook comes Instagram and they're kind of intertwined. So if you're going to have one, you might as well have the other. They make it super easy to cross post on both. But Instagram is, you know, kind of a healthy mixture. I would say you get the younger customers on there, um, but you also get some of the older customers, moms, dads, some grandparents, maybe not as many as Facebook. So it's good to have both. Um, and then TikTok is really for the younger generation. Um, but I do see, you know, it's starting to expand into parents as well. So I think that one's a really great one for kind of any age, but definitely if you're targeting, you know, younger, younger audience, that's going to be your bread and butter. Facebook is, you know, mostly images and you can write longer captions there. So if you want to make an announcement, I would say that's definitely the place to do that. Instagram is a mixture of photos and video content. I would say that Instagram right now is favoring video content because they want to be like TikTok. Um, so I would say a healthy mix of photos and um, video content is going to be great on there. And then TikTok is just videos, trends, use trending sounds, um, post consistently on all platforms. It's just another way to sort of get your name around. And I would say if you're looking to go viral, TikTok's probably the way to go. If you keep posting and you post consistently and you post good content, odds are eventually, if you try hard enough, you will probably go viral on TikTok at some point. <laughs> um, and if you do, I would totally capitalize it and just keep keep on doing what you're doing on that platform to just keep growing your following and your store and your customers. That's, that's really cool. That's, that's very helpful. So a big part of social media is obviously like influencers and brand ambassadors. Um, tell us how we could get started, you know, easily on like a smaller scale with brand ambassadors and influencers. Yeah. So when it comes to brand ambassadors and influencers, a lot of people think, you know, I need celebrities to endorse my product. And that's really not the case at all. Um, kind of just going back to that idea of, you know, when you own a small business, um, your community supports you. Look at your community first and sort of see, okay, who is a standout in the community? Maybe there's like, you know, a mom who all the other moms sort of get advice from, look up to. She's very active on social media and she shops at your store. Um, that's definitely someone you could reach out to if you have a store in a college town. Try and partner with a sorority um, and get some of those girls to kind of pass it around to their friends. You can offer them a little promo code um, and really just allow them to sort of organically promote your brand. And all you really have to do is maybe give them like $100, $200 worth of like free product in exchange for social posts content for you you can really set the rules there um and then 
from there, they'll post it, their friends will see it, um, their friends can get a little discount. So it'll just kind of grow that ambassador program. And then when it's a little larger, you can start intaking people on your website and things like that. But I would definitely start small and start with your customers because they are really the face of your brand when you are a small business. Yeah, I love that. That makes sense. I think it's like extremely important for business owners to realize that a lot of what they want to do can start with their customers first and then and then grow from there. Um, well, that's it. Thank you, Avery, so much for the insights. It's been great having you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. This was super fun.